Hey everybody, welcome to Let's Do a Podcast. Brian, what do you get when you combine Captain America with the war doctor of Doctor Who? I bet something that has to do with snow and a train. Yep! <laughs> Anthony, have you ever pierced snow before? I will now. Oh, that sounds naughty. <laughs> oh let's no. Go, let's talk about piercing This has gone in an entirely different direction. <laughs> I'm Ryan. I'm Anthony, and special guest today, Bernie the Corgi. Yep. So if you hear barking, that's what it is. <laughs> it's not me. Usually that is me, but not today. Uh-huh. So as we said, we're talking about Snow Piercer today, which is, well, we'll get into what kind of movie that is. Which is the movie we're talking about today. The movie. <laughs> but first, of course, as always, let's talk about the alcoholic beverage of the day. What are you drinking today, Anthony? Uh, the alcoholic beverage of my day is Tup's, uh, Tup's uh, Full Grown Jack, which I have not tried, and I will try live here on this recording. One second, please. Shh, everybody quiet. Let's listen. Oh, yeah. And? I'm sure it's exciting audio. Tastes like pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. It's interesting. Okay. I'm going like to try this. It's, uh, it's got like an allspice and cloves flavor to it. It, sm- it smells like pumpkin pie. That's why yeah. like I'm all over this. With the, uh, with the mouthfeel of a stout, of course. That is amazing. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, my God. It grows on you. The, fir- the, first, the first taste is like, uh, what am I drinking? Yeah. You let it and sit then you in your mouth. It and then it's like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. If you let it sit in your mouth and swish it around like I just did, it's, yeah. always, it's just like pumpkin pie. So it's from uh, Full Grown Jack. It's, it's mm. from the Full Grown line from uh, from Tup's Brewing. Right. Uh, 12.1 ABV. And as I can attest to you right now, because I just drank it for the first time, it's delicious. It really is. And uh, before I actually left for my trip, which we'll get into in a second, I had the uh, full-grown pastry chef mm-hmm. cinnamon roll one, which absolutely amazing. And I know that we both have drank Tups many we've times the, on this. Uh, I think uh, we went to a beer festival not super long ago where we had the full-grown scalawag, which was really good. Uh, so the full-grown scalawag... Uh, I really can't remember what that had in it, but the full-grown ombre is another one we tried. I do remember yeah. that one had the chocolate and the chili flavor in there. Oh, so you had the sweetness with a little bit of the heat coming off the back end. It was great. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. And like I've said, I mean, we've both drank top so many times, I feel like, on the podcast because they just make some solid beer. I mean, it's top-notch beer. Fantastic beer. I, yeah. They actually just released a uh, cotton candy... Uh, Shant, shanty? Uh, I think it was a shanty, yes. Yeah. Uh, for the uh, state fair. Oh yeah. my gosh, I can't wait to try that. It's, uh, one of uh, one of the things I'm really liking about Texas since I've been here is all the uh, different beers that get released specifically for the state fair. Uh, because uh, uh, not not in the top line, but from community, they also have their funnel cake. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I forget what kind of beer it is. But I, I don't remember either. But the funnel cake so shanty would sound weird. If but. you're gonna, if you're gonna have the funnel <laughs> cake, you have to get it at the state fair because right. I've had it at their tap room and. It's fine, but you gotta have the at, atmosphere with at it, right? the state fair. Like they put it like with uh, I think powdered sugar on the rim, Ooh. and yeah, they go all out for it. I'm gonna so, have to find their tent when we go there. Oh yeah, yeah. So then my beer is, of course, community. I feel like I also talk a lot about community because they make really fun beers. That's one of the things I love about them, and they just did a barrel aged Irish coffee legion. It's a twelve point five percent, which I like. I, I drink that pretty fast, and I am feeling it. So let's see how this <laughs> podcast happens. 
but uh, I went you to can, last you year. You can smell that from across the room, that coffee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As soon as you good. open it, that yeah. it hits you, and you're like, oh, that's good. It was delicious, though. Um, I went to last year's Legion, which mm-hmm. was, I think, a bourbon barrel-aged one, which also was really good, but I do have to say this is probably my favorite one that I yeah. had. So scotch and, scotch and coffee. Yeah. Can't I'm, go wrong. Not at all. <laughs> the old Irish coffee there. So also one thing I want to talk about, of course, is uh, so... I know our last episode, I talked about me going to Iceland. I just got back. I brought us a bunch of different beers to try. Um, I would talk about most of them, but I do not know how to pronounce them or the breweries that they came from, except for it's from Iceland. Uh, I'm having one now. Anthony had one earlier. Yeah, it was, it was really good. Yeah. Uh, there was a really good IPA. I think it was called, uh, I want to say Pale Rider or something, something or Hop Hop Rider. Hop Rider, probably. It was called Hop Rider. It was a really good IPA. It had a little bit of sweetness. It wasn't too bitter. Yeah, it was a good uh, IPA. It was a really good flavor. Yeah. Uh, not too strong. It was mm-hmm. probably a good, just like a, a good, just like summer beer. I yeah. Think. Yeah, it was pretty good. One thing I learned is most of the beers are five point five percent, like along the board. Like I'm drinking a stout right there, right? Oh, excuse me, right now from them, uh, somewhere. Over in Iceland, and it's a five point yeah, five. I'm gonna attempt to. Uh, I'm gonna attempt to pronounce this, and I'm gonna embarrass myself. Oh, here we go. Gaelsplur or something like that. Sure, why not? Yeah. Uh, there's a G and then an A with an E that it's like mashed together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. never know what's how to pronounce anything. I was embarrassing myself so many yeah. times. All right. All so, my Icelandic words are from my own. The only band that I know from Iceland is uh, Sigur Ross. Yeah, they, but they only make up Icelandic words, so that's true. I don't know. Yeah, whenever we were there, so many people are like, yeah, we kind of just figure out how to say things the hardest way possible, and that's what we name something. I'm like, oh, that sounds about right. I feel like they're pretty good at it. Yeah. They've been doing it for many, many millennia. So. Uh, yeah, they know how to. Yeah. So should we move on to our movie, Snowpiercer? Snowpiercer. Dead, uh, in the dead of autumn, which with summer temperatures, we were watching a movie with lots of snow. It makes me miss snow. If I could miss snow... It is in this heat. So, Ryan, Seriously. what is this movie about? So, is it about snow and the piercing of snow? Uh, it, it is about icicles. Icicles. <laughs> so, I watched this on my way to Iceland to prepare myself. I was a little disappointed because it was just wet and cold. But, anyway, <laughs> not, so. Not, not nearly as frigid as pictured in not Snow at all. Piercer. It's true. So here's the description based off of Netflix. The Earth's remaining inhabitants are confined to a single train, circling the globe as a revolution brews among the class-divided cars. So that's the description, but the movie's a lot more than just really the description, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I, I read that, and then I watched it, I was like, they could have done better describing this movie, in my so opinion. So it's 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 like the uh, it's like if you're playing Ticket to Ride the board game, uh, but you're arguing about who's gonna pay for the pizza, uh, and one guy like has no money. Is that is that kind of how it is? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the ver- this is like so this is like the uh, you know you know what I uh, I wrote down a note as I was watching this and I was like oh so this is the sequel to uh, Day After Tomorrow. It's like uh, the world freezes over, and then this happens. It, it pretty much is the same movie, <laughs> just different uh, versions of it. Right. But, uh, all right, so do you want to break it down to a quick synopsis of the movie? So the quick synopsis of the movie. So we have uh, Chris Evans, 
who plays Curtis, uh, and he's working. Uh, he's in the tail end of the the tr- this train. So th- these people are in the back of the train. They're the uh, the lower class uh, citizens. They get fed these protein bars. They have these soldiers who are kind of oppressing them, and they count they they count them every day. It's like, are they gonna? Is that number gonna change significantly? Yeah. I mean, I, I know, I know, people give birth and people die, but but man, daily, daily, come you, on. I would think maybe like quarterly. Uh, so they're and they get they fed these protein bars, and uh, we uh, he's uh, identified. Curtis is identified as our hero because he's uh, as they're counting, they have them sit down on the floor in this train car, and he stands and he's standing because he's he tells us later he's counting the time for these gates to open and close. Because they're planning to get out of this back, this these these rear cars of this train that they're on, and he's they're gonna go to the engine uh, right. and take over the train. Uh, back there with them is Edgar, who we find out more information about Edgar in the uh, in the back of the movie, and John Hurt, who plays uh, Gilliam, who's the kind of the leader of this resistance in the back of the train. Uh, also in this movie, Octavia Spencer playing Tanya, and uh, man, who else? There are so many good people in this movie. You have Andrew, uh, who is a guy who uh, has his arm shattered and broken off. Oh yeah, that was a crazy scene. Uh, that's pretty crazy. Uh, so basically, they're, they're receiving these messages in their protein blocks to that from somewhere, and it basically tells them, "Hey, look for this. Look for that. Find this person." Uh, kind of getting them set up to take over the train, so they get these they get these things, and then uh, they're figuring uh, they get a nice speech from Tilda Swinton, who is also in this movie, star-studded cast. Uh, she gives a speech about not wearing shoes on your head, <laughs> so yeah. they decide not to do that because who would do that anyways? <laughs> they, uh, they uh, during the course of this, uh, they find out that the these soldiers who keep coming back there they don't have bullets in their guns because there's been multiple uprisings in the course over the course of this uh history that we uh, only hear about we never get to see yeah uh so they don't really t- say how long the I think train's been going do it's they? been seven uh 17 uh 17 years and then uh in the scene we'll talk about probably later uh they oh, have yeah. a new year's celebration and it becomes 18 years yeah that was interesting it was very interesting so we'll <laughs> talk about that later because that was one of my favorite scenes uh but uh so it's been 17 to 18 years since uh they've been on the train and uh so they get all these messages they get they figure out the guards don't have guns because of the previous uprisings all the guns have been used up uh the thing that i failed to mention earlier is the first line that we see for this movie we see text on the screen and we see all life on earth is extinct my first thought when i saw that oh okay the end (laughs) this is just gonna feature frozen landscapes and that's gonna be it yeah (laughs) Uh, so so but to, that goes to say there's nowhere for them to get bullets uh so if they're out of bullets there's no more bullets nobody's making more bullets on this train right they're they, once they get used up that's like basically it uh at least that's the logic that they use yeah which so, i mean makes sense so oh, so long story short i'm gonna fewer details uh they get this giant tube they they uh manage to jam the doors open they get this guy who uh built designed all the security for the train mm-hmm. uh and they pull him out of this uh morgue it looks like a former morgue yeah it was like a sleeping tube almost that they yeah. were in like it was weird they get yeah they get him and his daughter they uh they're like these drug addicts who use something called chronal it's an industrial waste that makes them uh get high get high and they uh 
I'm blanking on what the word is. Uh, they uh, see things. It makes them see things. Oh yeah, like uh, hallucinate. Yeah, hallucin- yeah, hallucin- that's a hallucinogen. Uh, they they manage to use that. They fight through the course. They fight through the train. Uh, they don't really take over. They take over up to a certain point, and then they go, and then they get to the. They basically fight their way to the engine, and uh, make new friends, kill those friends. Uh, they get to the engine. They they meet the uh, the great uh, Wilf. Wilford, yeah, uh, 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 Curtis does, and they have their conversation there, and then they crash the train. Uh, we don't really see what happens after that. I think we only see two people, if I remember correctly, at the end of that after after the train crashes. So yep. there's only two people left alive of, at yeah. the end of the movie. <laughs> Which, uh, but they it's could in a frozen make, hellscape. Yeah, they could definitely make a second, just like the aftermath, in my opinion. That's like, true. What com- happens from there? But. Yeah, they can complete the uh, Day After Tomorrow trilogy, if you will. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but right. that's, the, I mean, the, just just a long story short. So, like, setting up the premise that we that you start with, they basically it's just action sequence and then uh, exposition and action sequence and exposition, 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 action sequence, lots of exposition. So it's either they're either like fighting or talking. Yeah. Which, very true. which the the talking parts are really the, the act these actors they are great yeah they i mean it really was even the the slower scenes still kept you yeah because it was interesting and those action sequences dude they were freaking awesome in yeah my it opinion. was incredible yeah it it this movie really was so much better than i expected yeah so this versus hardcore henry what do you think <laughs> all right we'll, t- we'll come to- we'll-, we'll have that judgment yeah, later that, that's i think that's our i think that's our basis for judgment yeah. there all right so was it hardcore henry bad or <laughs> so ryan what did you what was your favorite things about this movie i mean it's... oh my gosh there were so many parts i was trying to figure that out of like what's my favorite just because a lot of unexpected things would happen while watching you're like oh shit that just happened yeah and there's like a bunch of parts also that you expected like the protein bars oh uh, you you expected that would be made out of bugs I okay had, the I had protein bars thoughts. are made out of bugs i had that two was thoughts gross. is either going to be people or bugs yeah, they because they do focus on the protein bars quite a bit earlier in the movie yeah so yeah. i was thinking oh especially whenever they got to the area where they're making them thinking he's gonna see that it's made out of people so whenever they said it was bugs i was like oh Okay, well, I kind of guessed that one. I mean, it's either people or bugs. Yeah. So it wasn't that big of a shock to me. Honestly, it was better than it's I like, thought. It's like they at least didn't go the soylent green route. I mean, um, <laughs> plus I'm just saying there are people right now that eat bugs. So I'm like, come on. Yeah, it's uh, it's it, not that it, bad. It is a legitimate source of protein. Yeah. Would, would I eat it if I knew something was made out of bugs? Probably not. No, not unless my life really depended on it. But, you know, that's something that we may have to be forced to do in the next, like, 40 50 years no so kidding. who who knows yeah we'll see <laughs> might be living on a train soon so yeah yeah we'll see how that goes um so i mean they're predictable parts they're very throwing off you're like oh shit that really just happened um the the scene the new year scene yeah i, I mean and i know you probably have that written down too yeah i'm going to just about the whole that whole sequence i need to talk about it's so awesome and yeah. so crazy at the same time of like so 
they're going what what room is that that they're going into is that so the... it's like this it's the it's the train car right before they get to the water processing plant right and they walk in there so they're they're in the they're in the room before that and the uh the girl who he thinks is clairvoyant uh i've written down her name her name is uh yona i think uh the daughter of the security expert right uh she's uh she's always knowing she has always an idea of what's on the other side of the door she's like oh this guy's running oh there's nobody on the other side of this door and she's like when she looks at the door she's like don't open the door and they open the door and you just look over there you look on the other side and these guys it's these guys they're wearing these masks you can't see any you can't see their eyes you can't see their noses all you can see is their mouths and they're like just like gritting their teeth and grinning and they are they have an axe and they're dipping it in a fish yeah for the yeah. blood yeah they're getting the fish blood yeah which i didn't know <laughs> i saw that i was like do fish really have red blood uh, i don't know i mean really <laughs> that part right there of like their eyes are covered up and they're fishing like who are these people have mm-hmm. they just been sitting in this room for since like years oh. and thinking when can I kill somebody with my fish axe? I think these are the guys, because when they get go through the bunk rooms and there's nobody in there, I think these are the guys who live in the bunk rooms. Because they said there was like food and stuff in there. I think they retreated mm. further into the train to defend the water car. Okay, that makes more sense. Uh, that had to be. That's the only reason there would be that many people in there. Yeah, I was really confused with like, who are all these people and why are they doing what they're doing right now? Yeah, because like- <laughs> you see them in there and you see what looks like a conductor and some of the train staff are in the back of the room. Yeah. And then later you see Mason, Tilda Swinton's character. She's back there uh, right. watching watching what's going on. Which, oh my God, she's crazy in this movie. <laughs> oh, but Tilda Swinton's always one of my favorite characters. Any movie she's in, freaking always hilarious. So yeah, it's pretty much this scene that that door opens, and then yeah, the guys are doing some weird fucking stuff with the fish, dipping their axes in it. Yeah. And then they just start fighting. And the scene, I mean, it, it's an incredible scene of them fighting. And all of a sudden, they all stop. Because New Year's coming. The uh, yeah the uh, it's it's a bridge. It starts with a Y. I think it's like a you you. Uh, I should have written it down. Uh, Yonetta Bridge or something like that. Something Yonetta like that. Bridge. Yeah, I can't remember c- correctly what it was. Yeah, uh, so... so it's like that. It's, that's how they celebrate the the annual passage of the time for the bridge. So it could transition from the uh, from the previous year to New Year. Right. Yeah. Which. It's just interesting how, like, whenever they get there, everybody stops fighting. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it's pretty, like, silent. They all wait. They look over the edge. See it outside. Out, they look outside. It's, it's kind of just like a they're all taking a break. Yeah. Like a coffee break, you know, kind of thing. And then they crash into this ice that overgrew onto the track. Mm-hmm. Then after that happens, they start fighting again. It's crazy because, like, uh, we see it from we see it in the eyes of Curtis. We see it in the eyes of the soldiers a little bit, and uh, they the the guy yells and says, "The bridge is coming up!" And everybody stops. Yeah, just stops. And then they they're like pass over the bridge, and all these soldiers uh, who are like covered in blood and like yes. just from like just fighting, and they just they raise their axes and yell, "Happy New Year! Happy yeah. New Year!" And then they, then they, yeah, then the, the, the tracks, they're hitting all the ice and everybody's just stuck down. And the part that killed me was where, uh, Curtis looks over and he sees one of the other soldiers and he's just like smiles at him. Yeah. Like what, like, it's like one of those weird toothy 
almost menacing grins. Yeah. Because he's looking at him. You can't see his eyes or anything, but he's like, he's got to be looking at him like, hey, as soon as it's done, I'm going to kill you. But <laughs> hey, happy new year. Yeah. It's pretty great. It was... It was creepy and great at the same time. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is really fucking weird. Yeah, no, it was like, mostly because you just can't see their faces. Yeah, that's what makes it weird. Yeah. So what's your favorite scene? Uh, my that, that was my favorite. Uh, so yeah, that was I figured. That, that that was my favorite scene. Uh, because uh, going deep deep going further into that, the part where they go into the tunnel and they're fighting them in with the uh, night vision goggles, oh, and yeah, they that, go and get the fire that the little kid stole the matches. Yeah, that was, from, uh, from that was a cool scene. Guy. That was a cool part. Uh, but my other favorite scene is uh later. Uh, so during that scene, uh, one of the people who gets killed is the uh is edgar uh but another person gets killed is uh you have franco the elder and franco the younger right so you look at them and you're like you think they're like uh they're like uh boyfriends uh earlier because there's like one is like resting his head on his shoulder but after i read into it a little bit it's actually his son so one of those guys uh, franco the younger he like has this big hammer he's the one that smashed andrew's arm Mm -hmm. after he had it hanging out the side to freeze he gets killed during the course of that. Uh, I think he gets killed by Curtis because he, uh, he, uh, I think Franco the Younger killed Edgar. So Curtis ends up killing Franco the Younger. Uh, so Franco the Elder, his Franco's father, uh, he ends up going and chasing after uh, Curtis and his uh, Curtis, Tanya, and Andrew to uh, go kill them after they get freed by the Eggman. Uh, who's delivering hard-boiled eggs to the back of oh, the train? Yeah, yeah. Which that whole scene was pretty, pretty crazy too. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they're rounding these corners. They're going in a circle over what looks like some sort of mining camp. Mm-hmm. And uh, Franco kind of just like sees he he sees them like across the this uh, town uh, to the train on the other side, and they're in this like sky car almost. And he's in this. Uh, he's in the elementary school. And he just takes his gun because they now have bullets, and he's firing and hitting this car across the way, which didn't make any sense in my opinion. But. It was it was crazy, and it's like he, this guy's a good shot if this is if this is indeed working, and it was because he's like firing these bullets. Which he, where yeah. has he been practicing? <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> They're worth the firing. They didn't pass through the firing range. Yeah, I don't remember that scene. Like, I think we passed through everything uh, because again, this is a train. Everything's in a single column. Yeah where is he practicing his shots seriously <laughs> but uh but hey props to him he fires what looks like about a kilometer across this uh across this area that they're kind of going in circles over and over and over it has to be again yeah uh and he's hitting there but that whole scene there and the uh two soldiers that are with him they're like dude it's like it's like hey you're not supposed to fire on the train it's like because they're at the point they're like in the forward part portion of the train uh, that that whole scene was really interesting to me because he's just like fire. He's like he's crazy at that point because his son's oh, yeah. been killed by these uh, th- this resistance, and uh, you can see it in his face from earlier in the movie. And he's just like he doesn't care anymore. He just wants to kill. Yeah, he just wants to kill Curtis and his people. Yeah, he loses his mind. Yeah, that's he's for going. Sure. He's gone nuts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's my favorite scene. There's so many good scenes in this movie. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the scene. What's something that you don't like about the movie? What don't I like about the movie? What the, that man? It's hard because this was such a good movie, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Um. What don't I like about the movie? Let me think about that for a second. 
So I'll go ahead and talk about mine. So yeah. mine is pretty much the end of the movie. Whenever he, they finally get to the engine room. Uh-huh. That whole scene uh, was just so boring compared to the rest of the movie. It was all exposition. Well, because Curtis wanted, because Curtis, because of the situation he had to go through where he, where he was like a cannibal and yeah. he killed people because of, of the Wilfer's actions. Which, I mean, okay, that old stuff, but like the the conductor himself, uh, uh, what's his name again? Wilford? Wilford, yeah. He was so boring. Mm-hmm. Out of the every all the characters, everybody else in this movie was incredible. He was so dull. Yeah, I I was just like, you can't make him interesting like everybody else. It well, just it was so hard for me to like care at that point, and so like just because I could think everybody else set set such a high standard uh-huh. of acting. So whenever they got to him, and he was just kind of. He's a dude who sits in the front of the train. Yeah, you're like, okay. All right, let's move on to this yeah. next part. So, really, my own com- only complaint about the whole movie is that acting from the uh, Wilfred. So. Yeah, it's like, it's funny. Like, even uh, in that scene, even Claude, the girl that works with him, she's even more interesting. Cause, and you only yeah. see her when she takes the kids away yeah, to she work has, in the front of the train. Yeah, compared to the two, she's the most emotional and best actress uh, actor in that whole yeah. room between them two which is weird because usually whenever ed harris is in something he like act he like kills it with yeah. whatever he's doing uh but but you can also I, I think you can also watch that and believe that uh he's like he's just like this this dispassionate hey this has just got to work this way and i don't really care about your emotions it's like he's like i want you to run the train yeah. uh it's like i'm gonna die soon so i just want you to run the train and it's like i don't care if you hate me that's true. He's like, I acknowledge the fact that you hate me, but whatever. It's like, I don't really care because we just got to keep the train going. That's, that's the most important thing. Yeah. It, it was just hard for me to keep my attention at that point, I guess. Yeah. But anyways, did you figure out something? Uh, so one of the, my biggest thing was the end of the movie. Uh, we talked about this a little while ago. It's that it's, uh, what uh, they ask. Uh, they ask the question a little bit earlier in the movie. Uh, when you get to the train, what? What then? What's next? Yeah. Uh, so they blow the. They they blow the. They use the coronal and they use it. He gathers it all up. He hasn't actually been taking it as a drug at all. Uh, the security expert puts it on the door. He blows the hole in the wall. They blow. They basically blow everything to hell. Uh, the train derails and now they're stuck out in the wilderness. Uh, they're in the wilderness. Number one, they're not. They didn't crash in the middle of town or anything and uh the world timing. Is, yeah the world is still frozen and so it's uh yona and timmy who are walking away from the train and they, they have these fur coats they're gonna die just like the other people we the the set the resistance of the seven that you see earlier in the movie at yep. the, in the creepy elementary school they're gonna die too i would think even even though it's not as cold at that point as it it's was still previously, really fucking cold it's still really fucking cold <laughs> So it's like you so you have these uh this like seventeen year old girl and this like maybe ten year old if we're being generous here. Yeah. And they're they're just walking out of this train that has just crashed and they're like the last the only two that you see who have even survived this. Yeah. And you're like that is not better that I mean, yes, I like the the struggle between the classes, get it. But now everybody's dead. Yeah. And they're everybody's like the last dead, two. You're going to be so cold the whole fucking time. Like, yeah. I, if you even survive. Yeah. It, I think that was a struggle too of like, 
you did all this and it seriously was for absolutely nothing yeah you you sacrificed one bad situation to uh, another bad situation yeah. which one's really better for you to be cold or to be in a comfortable room not being able to really do anything else like you're yeah. just stuck in a room or be really cold and probably die in the next like couple of days yeah it makes me think of the old charlton heston uh planet of the apes at the end of the movie where he's like yeah you blew it all up yeah uh, damn you <laughs> yeah it's like this is not better this is worse and i feel like they were trying to show it as like oh look people can live outside the the train but you're like yeah but for how fucking long yeah it's like you can live outside the train yeah. nothing's it's, alive it's still frozen oh yeah number oh, one. no there's a few things alive but there's no way you can catch them yeah they're like bears and like, yeah <laughs> did, they, did, did, did they see a bear at one bear yeah at one i think they yeah. saw a bear at one point and you're yeah. thinking okay that's cool but are you gonna like hang out with the beer the bear or like what what's <laughs> yeah, your exactly. plan here buddy Especially, particularly when you're like a 17 year old girl who's kind of a drug addict yeah and uh the little boy who's been stuck in the train for that that is set up for success yes (laughs) (laughs) let's hope that there's uh just unshown uh people who other people who walk out of that train yeah who knows oh my gosh uh most noteworthy part of the movie uh the you know honestly it's not even the action scenes it's that it's that kind of it's almost like a soliloquy that chris evans gives right before he gets into the engine where he kind of tells that story where he tell, tells, tells about oh, these yeah. guys with the knives that they go up to this lady and kill her and, uh, and they take the baby because they're going to eat the baby. And he's like, I know what baby tastes like. And that whole scene there where he's talking to the uh, security expert, yep. uh, which, you know, I feel bad because I haven't said his name the entire time. Uh, what's his name? Uh no i'm not even gonna try that yeah it's a hard name <laughs> I, I, uh, I wondered it i was like gonna, wow if you actually know this up. that's incredible yeah. i i wrote it down but i i will not pronounce it correctly particularly <laughs> after having some of this beer here that's right uh but that whole uh that whole speech that he gives there that was such a that was delivered with great feeling with great emotion and that you you understand though because through that throughout the entire thing even when gilling gets killed He's like, I'm not the leader of these people. I can't be the leader. It's yeah. like, I have, I, I, it's like, I have two arms. I can't do that. And you're like, why does having a number of arms, what does that have anything to do with <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. And then you find out that he's this guy who was like, like a pillager basically. And he was killing people and stealing their children to eat. Yeah. That, that was a very good scene. Yeah. It's a very it was, emotional scene. It was. And it really kind of shows you the acting chops that, uh, it's, it's, He's not just Captain America, people. Chris Evans is a quality actor. That's right. <laughs> Man, for me, I mean, it's almost the same thing of just the acting. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, besides Wilfred, the, you know, dull guy. Yeah. Everybody else did absolutely amazing. I mean, really, just, gosh, it, the acting was absolutely incredible. Yeah. I, you could tell that they were into, everybody was very into their roles. Right. Which was just, I can't get over that, of how great the acting was. Which because is, they sold it. And I think that's one thing they knew is like, the whole concept of the movie is not super interesting, but the way that they acted it out was, made it just captivating. Mm-hmm. So. It's, uh, it's funny because this is like, this is, this was movie was done in 2013's, so it was right after, I think it was right after Chris Evans did Captain America. 
I think it was before Octavia Spencer got as big as she is today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tilda Swinton, who's always done kind of the indie indie movie circuit, and then Ed Harris, he's always done these kinds of movies. But it's they just you will not see this kind of stable of quality actors in a movie yeah. unless they're these uh, unless unless they're just very early in their careers before. And then you like then you look back and you're like, oh man, how did they get all these quality actors? You said so, it was 2013. It was 2013. Yeah. I was like six years. I wouldn't have guessed it was that old. Yeah, like I mean, it holds up really well. It doesn't re- it? it holds up fantastic. Yeah. I thought it was a newer movie because of just everything about it. Yeah, that movie's uh, yeah several years old. Yeah, it's it came out a while ago. So, I, what's is, is there another part besides the yes or no? That I, I'm missing. Am I missing anything else? Uh, anything else so, worth talking about? So, is this movie better or worse than Hardcore Henry? oh jesus <laughs> so this is going to be i feel like the standard i think, I think that's our new on. standard yes. yeah so we're going to compare every single movie to hardcore henry so hardcore henry versus snowpiercer this is the low bar we yeah. compare everything to pick snowpiercer for sure i mean i would pick snowpiercer before a lot of movies because it was really really good i i even thought about watching it again well i didn't watch it again before this and i watched it like last week i think and i still remember so much from it i was telling anthony i was like i watched it on my plane to iceland and randomly throughout the whole trip i was thinking man that movie really sticks with you mm-hmm. just certain scenes and certain things that would happen you're just like that just stuck with you like i'm probably gonna watch it again just because it was that good to me yeah so it's a yes pick uh snow piercer yeah not the data too much but in light of the current events that are going on with the uh the u.n climate strikes you hear about those or the the, the u.n climate uh convention and the uh the climate strikes are going on and they have the greta, greta thunberg things right. and all of this stuff going on uh and the, given the context of what happens in this movie it's really interesting in the current current day and age uh seeing this and uh with this uh the cx7 gas and all the stuff they put in there to stop global warming yeah uh, and this is like oh what if we what if we did that well now everybody ends up on a train uh yeah. i know far-fetched but hey you know it, it could happen <laughs> it could like, happen I'm not, I'm not ruling anything out but uh uh better or worse than hardcore henry yes better than hardcore henry <laughs> at the end of the day yes i will watch this uh, over I, hardcore henry i feel like every movie is going to be better than hardcore henry <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll see we, i don't want to prejudge uh, right. i want to i want to say we're gonna we're not gonna come across anything worse we have a lot more movies on our list <laughs> yeah we got we got a ways to go <sighs> all right so ryan what are your recommendations for oh my gosh this week i mean i think i can guess what your recommendation is i want to hear it what what do i think your recommendation is i think your recommendation is gonna be no man's sky yep you're right yeah so uh, before i went to iceland and then pretty much as soon as i got back from iceland i started playing no man's sky i mean i've had it for a while and i've played it off and on but i was like all right you know i'm gonna really sit down and play it it's an amazing game i mean i I don't know how many people are gamers that listen to our podcast or if anybody even listens to our podcast but (laughs) I mean, whenever it first yeah. came out, hello, it, hello, hello. that's all right. I'm just pretty much talking to myself. Whenever it first came out, there was so much flack for it. I immediately enjoyed it. I really did. Like a lot of people are like, oh, you know, all these issues, all these problems. And like, it's fantastic. I don't like people are just nitpicking. Yeah. But ever since the updates and the fixes and everything, it's beyond incredible. I mean, I've spent, I know yesterday I spent probably at least four hours playing this game. Mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't really do anything like. 
I found, I think I went to five different planets and explored the planets, and it's such an incredible game. So really, if you have nothing to do and you really want to play a game that you could play for pretty much ever and never actually explore the whole entire universe, mm-hmm. that's the game for you. I mean, you can travel as much as you want, find new planets, or just focus on a mission, which... I probably should do, but I mean, like I was so excited today. I found a black hole and I was like, I'm going through the black hole. And I, I man, I went to an area were, where I shouldn't, but yeah, were you able to actually go through that? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I went through this black hole and it took forever to get to the other side, but eventually I did. And of course, immediately on the other side, there was a lot of situations in my chip, uh, got badly injured. So <laughs> I had to land and now I'm stuck in a planet where a lot of people are trying to kill me so i feel like the only way that could be made better and now again i haven't played this game this is something that uh i just Ryan shared it, it with me so i'm gonna i'm gonna borrow it here so but uh I, this this isn't this does not occur in the game as far as i'm aware but we'll i see. feel like your actions uh the only way it could be even better is if your actions were narrated by morgan freeman as you oh, progress through the game that would be incredible that would just make it like even uh, better the thing that makes everything really cool about it too is once you die you're you're flat out dead. You oh, you, start you start like from you start as a one. new person on a completely new planet. Everything is brand new. So like, once your character is done, he is done. So it makes Permadeath. yeah. So right. it makes you especially because of like how far I got. I was just like, I got to be careful about what I do. Mm-hmm. So anytime I get in a situation where like I have to fight pirates and stuff like that, because there are space pirates. Uh huh. I just run because I'm like, I don't want to die. Like, <laughs> I don't want to start from scratch. It's like, this is uh, what I would do in real life. <laughs> yeah. Really, the only thing I think that would make the game better. So they have online play. Make it easier to play with your friends. Because uh-huh. it'd be cool, you know, if me and Anthony were playing together and we could explore the galaxy together, like go to different planets together, which you can, but you have to find each other in uh-huh. a huge fucking universe. where Right. Uh, it's just... It's but like anyway. hundreds of thousands of light years across. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Me and my cousin, because he plays it too, we figured out where each other were. It would take us, in like real life, it would take us, I think, three weeks to get to each other at that at a halfway point. Jeez. Yeah. If, that's and that's crazy. like if we were constantly if like... If we just like, just like plugging along without any without breaks, right? Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that's my suggestion. It's incredible. I, I can sit there and play it for an hour and still feel like I got something out of it even mm-hmm. though like if you look at your progress line you haven't done shit but <laughs> anyway so that's my I feel like that's like most of the games that i play nowadays <laughs> like yes. uh there's like so much to do and then you get to the main that it's like oh wait i haven't played the main missions in like forever yeah yeah you could do that on a lot of it's like i'm right not now. even close to the end game of this uh, of this <laughs> so uh my game is uh so my my rec- recommendation is not necessarily a specific game but all the games uh so i've uh I'm typically a guy who I only spend like I only buy like a game like maybe once or twice a year. I've gotten to the I've gotten to the point where I like I don't have a ton of time to play games. Uh, but what I've done is uh, on the Xbox they were advertising their ultimate game uh, yeah. Game Pass. Was it two dollars for three for months? Two, for two bucks for two months. Uh, two months, yeah. Uh, and I was like, all right, hell, it's two bucks. I'll try it out and see what it is. Dude, I didn't. I, I didn't have like. I didn't even have like a gold. The the Xbox Gold or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I just because I'm like, all right. I don't need it to. I used to have it like forever ago, so I could like watch Netflix. Got rid of it. Now that they uh, now that they have the Game Pass, I was like, all right. I'll throw two bucks on this. See how it goes for two months. 
dude, I'm going to be paying for this full price. Yeah, it's it's great. It is great. Uh, I downloaded, like, uh, Forza 4, I think. Mm-hmm. I downloaded Hitman. I downloaded... Uh, uh, I, I downloaded and played through all of uh, Tomb Raider, uh, Ri- Rise of the Tomb Raider. I would have paid like uh, <laughs> like a hundred bucks to play through all those games. Yeah. Uh, so it's a great. It's it's like fifteen bucks a month when you pay. I think when you pay for it in full. Yeah, that's. Cool. I think and I think you can just get like the normal Game Pass. It doesn't include the Xbox uh, the Xbox Live subscription. But I got the Xbox uh, since I already don't don't already pay for Xbox Live. I got that plus the game pass. It's freaking awesome because yep. I don't have to pay for all these games out of pocket. I can just play like as whatever I want. It's yeah, I think awesome. I'm gonna get that again just because especially in the next couple of months, there's a lot of games coming out that will come with the Xbox Pass. Right. So and a, a lot of them are multiplayer. So I kind of want to get that so I can play well with you and other people. Cause right. I think Halo's coming out soon. Or yeah, is it that know. Halo Six is coming out? Gears of War Five came out just just recently, yes. and that was on I've the past. That was great. So yeah. th- those are uh, it, it appears that like most of the Microsoft specific games, they're on the past. Yep. So like, Gears of War Five came out. It was on the past. Halo Six comes out. It will be on the past. Yeah. So it's, if you it's can't pretty tell, great. we like movies, beer, and games. Yes. So that's pretty much what we talk about on this podcast. So, so I highly recommend it. It was that's uh, I, I spent the two bucks on it. I'm probably gonna just keep paying for it. Yeah. So I gotta I gotta tell my wife about that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like hey, we got something else we gotta pay for bills. I have <laughs> to buy game subscription. I'll have to show you a few games that I got whenever I did this. I think it was two for two dollars or two dollars for two months. Uh-huh. That they're fun little arcade games, kind of. But. Yeah. I recently actually last night. Uh, so I played until like three o'clock in the morning. Awesome. And, uh, uh, I ended up playing after I uh, concluded uh, concluded uh, Tomb Raider was uh, I ended up playing a game called Thomas Was Alone. It's like you're basically like a little square and you're hopping around. It's like a little platformer. <laughs> so it was interesting. So because uh, uh, I also liked uh, Braid when that came out back on Xbox 360. So I tried that out and it's pretty cool. So that was uh, I, but fun. I haven't gotten like anywhere like near anywhere through it. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. Awesome. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening. And um, one thing that's super exciting is recently we got on iTunes, finally. I know it took us a long time. Hooray! I know. We had to uh, find help to get us there because... We have a real professional doing that. That's right. I'd love to thank my wife for that. (laughs) We're getting help in our uh, podcasting situations that we get into. But anyways... um, Thanks, Mo. (laughs) Shout shout out. (laughs) Uh, So, Anthony, where can they communicate with us? So, you can reach us at Let's Tweet a Pod. That's at Let's Tweet a Pod. I was going to say .com. That's why I paused for a second there. I know. I was waiting (laughs) for the .com. Let's Tweet a Pod .com. (laughs) It's great. No, it's just at Let's Tweet a Pod, no .com. So we we do have an Instagram. I don't really want to share it yet because we haven't really done anything with it. You know, I'm bad at social media. Uh, we are we're both pretty bad at. It. I mean, I have a beer social media. I'm good at that because it's beer. But uh, but so yeah. Uh, if really, you if you listen and you tweet at us, tell us some movies that you want us to listen to. Yeah. Or listen to and or watch. Yeah, I, I, I might will, watch. I will it. both listen and watch That's at right. the same time. That's right. I can multitask. As you can tell, we are definitely feeling the beers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean. From here on out, we pretty much have a list, but if someone's like, hey, watch this, tell me what you think, we'll put that on the top, because 
Yeah, we're not beholden to we're not beholden to the list. We'll yeah, we'll change. we're finding stuff yeah. either that we've both watched, neither one of us have watched. I mean, I'd prefer to watch something that neither one of us have watched because then our opinions will be interesting. Yeah. Um. So feel free to hit us up there. I'm getting better about editing and posting them more because mm-hmm. I know I've been slacking on that. But uh, anyways, I hope that you guys hang around, interact with us, give us a rating, uh, comments, anything that you want to do. I don't really care. So yeah. again, thanks for listening. I care. Uh, yeah. <laughs> one of us cares. <laughs> I'm the one that doesn't. He's the one that does. We bounce each other out. Yeah. So. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out, and we will check on you guys later. All right. So, what are we going to listen to next oh, week? Or are we going to what are we going to watch next it. week? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I say let's do this kung fu hustle that we've had up here for a while. Yeah, we've had it on the list for a while. Yeah. We keep skipping over yeah, it. It's really been at number one for a while, and we've just keep on skipping it. So, let's so, yeah. do this kung fu hustle. So, next week, listen to us talk about kung fu hustle. Kung fu fighting. <laughs> So, that's what you have in store. (laughs) All right. All right. Talk to you guys later. See ya.